no time, cutting no water up and mixing up with no food cocktail. Well, hello folks, this is Robert Berry, and welcome to Retro Crush, the podcast, episode 87, Man Alive, 87, that was the year old Robert here graduated from high school, almost getting ready for my 20-year reunion, and actually got a pretty uh, nice bunch of folks might be meeting up with uh, soon. I graduated from uh, Hayward High School, technically, in California in 1987, but I only went my senior year there. We had moved, and it was uh, Arroyo High School in San Lorenzo where I spent my uh, formative years. Uh, I was in eighth grade through senior high school there. Kind of liked that a lot. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been a beautiful weather here. We had these horrible heat waves where all the old people were dying. Uh, what I like to call Darwin weather, and uh, things are going pretty nice here now. Though you know, it's it's like 75 degrees, 85 degrees sometimes, and we just had the most gorgeous day today. We had uh, some friends over, the kids were swimming in the pool, and I cooked some ribs, and and man, were they good! I made this sauce for these beef ribs, uh, homemade, my own invention. That was uh, lingonberries. That I got from Ikea. Don't laugh. They make good sauce. And uh, uh, some key lime juice on them. And it was just like a little little perfect blend of sweetness and tartness. Um, just like myself. And uh, it, was, it was pretty good. We had ribs and some steak and some chicken. Oh my god. And uh, a defibrillator. We also had some corn. As If you heard my wife uh, down the hallway there. I just want to remind you guys that we ate some corn, and I ate it all, and I'll probably be seeing that corn again shortly, if you know what I mean. But uh, And we had some wine. We had this uh, not-so-good white Merlot, a um, little bit too Kool-Aid-ish, if, if you know what I mean. And uh, But we had some nice margaritas. We didn't, we didn't do them in the blender. We just did margaritas on the rocks, and they're a little quicker to make that way, so it just, you know, it's kind of like... Speedball and alcohol a little bit there. But uh, I was inspired today to get some watermelon. And uh, my buddy uh, Steve from thesneeze.com, which, by the way, is one of the Internet's premier humor sites. you got to check out thesneeze.com. It's uh, probably uh, one of the best websites that you could ever go to, next to Retro Crush. And uh, hungrygirl.com. And... Um, ButlovingMidgets.net Not .com, that one's like way too commercialized But uh, yeah, he sent me this video clip of this this gentleman named Petey Green And Petey Green uh, was a a political activist in the Washington D.C. area And I guess sometime in the late 70s and the early 80s but anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, he had this uh, public access show, among other things. I guess he was he was more important just that too, because I was doing some research about him, and Don Cheadle is uh, making a movie about the guy. But uh, in this video clip, which I'm going to play the audio for, and we have a link on the front page so you can see this gentleman in action. 
Um, he's sitting on one of these cool rattan-type chairs that looks like a throne. And he's got a whole half of one of those giant oblong-shaped watermelons. And he's cutting huge chunks of this watermelon up and eating it. And he's basically saying that, you know, watermelon is so great tasting and so good. But because of uh, the way blacks were caricatured back in the day as being uh, really in love with eating watermelon, um, that black people are afraid to eat watermelon the right way. And um, I won't steal his thunder anymore but uh, i'm gonna play you this clip and then we're gonna play a couple uh excerpts from songs that uh have watermelon themes to them and then uh we're gonna talk about a little watermelon history oh boy i can't wait so uh here we go here's Petey green telling you how you should really be eating a watermelon think twice before you answer Think twice before you answer. Think twice before you say yes. You know, I know y'all saying yes and now. Look at this fool. Got this watermelon here. The reason why I said think twice is because that's give me a laugh. Give me a laugh, y'all. The reason why I say think twice is because I just can't understand how we as black people start eating watermelon in the closet. Lord have mercy. This is called a heart. You know, it makes me feel so bad sometimes when I'm, I see black, my black brothers and sisters, and they'll see me eating a piece of watermelon like this, yeah. And they'll go they're going to frown their faces up, but that's despicable. But it's good. And you know the thing that makes me mad? When I go to their parties, they will take a big, pretty watermelon like this and cut all kinds of gadgets. And, and then cut the inside. Just see this good piece of watermelon here. Cut all the guts out that good watermelon and mix it up and mess it up with something else. Man, sometimes they got a notion to put liquor in it. And then after they cut them little crevices in it, then put it back inside of that hood. Man, that's a waste of watermelon when all you got to do with it is pick it up like it's here. Look here, let's pick it up like it's here. That's the way you eat a watermelon. Now, I don't care if you're a PhD, if you're whatever. You can't tell me cutting all that out, putting it back to this. Hello. Miss Benjamin here. Now, I know you're sitting home. That's a ignorant nigga. But this is a sweet watermelon. I ain't gonna waste no time cutting no watermelon up and mix it up with no fruit cocktail. All I'm saying to you, be yourself, because I went to a party of night with some white folks. They didn't have it in that thing there. They had slices. Walk around, Peter Green, you want a slice? I said, yeah, give me a slice. And one lady said, I don't think, I didn't think you blacks. This watermelon like that no more. I said, look, lady, don't try to get out on me, you understand? You just want to eat the good part. You want me to cut it all up and do it. And then, you know, I was mad with niggas for putting salt on the watermelon to two old bambles. I was talking to two cold-blooded country bambles. And uh, I said, why y'all put salt on the watermelon? Niggas were a man in my home said, you know, I'm down there at Bottom in Virginia. 
So let me tell you about salt, Pia. Say, you Washington niggas puts too much salt on. Say, you just, I watch you, you, y'all. Them niggas dump salt on. Say, you put a twang of salt on a sweet melon, and it, 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 and it brings out, like, accent. I said, what you say? He said, man, I watch you Washington people. Y'all dump salt on it like you got chicken. He said, but you twang it. I never knew that. But I'm just want to sit here this evening and let y'all know there's two things you don't do. Don't cut the insides out no watermelon and mix it with nothing else. And don't put no two sticks around a cone of Rochner. You know, y'all niggas put two sticks. Don't do that. You get one of them big Rochners, saturated with some butter, and hit that. Be yourself. And always remember that I got it off the vine. It's sweet like honey, and I'll plug it all the time. Say back, y'all. <laughs> I know you see this thing is good and crazy. Hold it for I tell y'all just uh, adjust the color in the towel room. Give yourself a slice of watermelon and get ready to brew with Petey Green Dry. Sun was hot and the dust rose up like smoke. So we hid beneath the elm tree and watched the watermelons float. There in a big old tub of ice And we'd split them open with a kitchen knife And everybody got a slice It was a watermelon dream Ain't nothing sweeter than a watermelon dream Except sitting on the front porch Eating that peach ice cream It's watermelon weather That summer kind of weather When people get together and sing Way out watermelon you see Strawberry, bold banana, juicy orange, and now way out watermelon. The Well, that was a, a bubblicious watermelon commercial you just heard, and before that was a piece from Bing Crosby and Peggy Lee singing. Uh, Watermelon Weather, and then you had Guy Clark from the album Old Friends, which you can get both of these on iTunes, was Watermelon Dream. But uh, yeah, we sure had a great watermelon day today. We uh, we had these slices of watermelon. I was so inspired watching uh, Petey Green eating that watermelon that I thought, you know, my kids have to enjoy the pure, just uh, greatness of, of just slamming your face into a gigantic watermelon slice you know we they were already in their bathing suits and we uh you know i chilled a watermelon in, in ice water for about five hours so this thing was just perfect you know and i i cut it up and had these giant slices uh made and then uh, i said look look we out in the grass because you know you gotta eat watermelon like that on the grass you can't eat it inside just buried my face into it and i put my head back just mouthful of watermelon juice trickling down my neck and my shirt and said, oh, Lord have mercy. 
and they thought that was so funny. Uh, my my son Wyatt and my daughter Sierra and their friend was over here, and they just kept thinking it was so funny to eat a, a big old mouthful of watermelon and, and say "Lord have mercy" right afterwards. So, you know, that's you know, get, get yourself some watermelon and eat that today. I was asking uh, the guy at uh, the Albertsons Produce today, and I said, uh, "How do I know for sure?" What I got is the best taste in watermelon, and he said, "Well, it's not so much the color, but you know, if you if you tap the side, play it like a drum, and it sounds a little bit hollow inside, then that means it's got a little bit more sweet." And uh, sure enough, he helped me pick out a a very good one. Did you know? Uh, according to Wikipedia, by the way, earlier this week, August third was uh, National Watermelon Day. Thank you very much. And uh, David Livingston, an explorer of Africa. I presume that's his name, described watermelon as uh, abundant in the Kalahari Desert, where it's believed to originate. And according to Wikipedia here, it says, uh, there the ancestral melon grows wild and is known as the Sama melon. And it's recognizable by its leaves and, and prolific fruit with up to a hundred melons on a single vine. Now, that particular uh, brand of watermelon, I guess the flesh is the same as the rind of the watermelon, um, and it's got a very high water content to it, so people that were in uh, the arid climates would really like the watermelon, because I guess watermelons are 93% water. And, you know, prior to the, it says here that uh, watermelons were introduced uh, either 5,000 years ago, uh, Egypt, uh, the, the, there's people eating watermelons in hieroglyphs there. Uh, by 10th century, uh, watermelon was being cultivated in China, which today is the world's single single largest largest excuse me watermelon producer. And uh, by the 13th century, Moorish invaders had introduced the fruit to Europe. And uh, watermelon appears to have made its first appearance in an English dictionary in 1615, 400 years ago. Now, um, Watermelons were introduced to the North American Indians in the 1500s. Early French explorers found Native Americans cultivating the fruit in the Mississippi Valley. And um, basically, uh, he believes, uh, this guy, that African slaves helped introduce the watermelon to the United States. And that um, says here that uh, African slaves and European colonists distribute watermelons to many areas of the world and Parsons mentions the crop being farmed by Native Americans in Florida in 1664 so that's a lot of, a lot of uh, good good watermelon news for you and until the 40s it was really hard to find watermelons in good condition at grocery stores so melon lovers had to grow their own and their own property but they didn't keep from very long and they had to purchase them from local grocers supplied by truck farmers on roadside stands but then this guy named uh, Charles Frederick Andrus, a horticulturalist, uh, came up with a special brand of, of a watermelon that was called the Charleston Gray, which uh, was the tougher-skinned, uh, tougher-shelled oblong watermelon that we, we know and love today. So uh, there you have it. Uh, there you have it. You Nobody should be ashamed, just like Petey Green says, to eat a watermelon, because watermelon's good no matter what color you are. That's for sure. So, lots ha happening since we last talked there. Um, you know, I've been drinking a lot of uh, uh, alcohol tonight, but I can't say I'm feeling anti-Semitic yet. Um, but, you know, I, I feel bad for Mel Gibson. Um, you know, she said a lot of horrible things about uh, Jews. 
and um, women with sugary boobs. Uh, that wasn't a good comment. But I have to say, um, if he makes another Mad Max movie, I, I think all's forgiven in my book. Um, and that book is Goodnight Moon, by the way. Um, you, you ever read that book, Goodnight Moon, when you were a kid? Or even as an adult? I read that to my kids sometimes, even though they don't like it. But it's this kind of ritual. want, want to keep that ritual going. So, uh, anyway, I got some fun things to play for you here today. And uh, first off is a commercial for Crest Gel. Remember the cavity creeps? Well, here they are if you don't. Alert the troops! They're protecting Toothopolis with some new gel! They must be out of Crest. Attack! We make holding teeth! Cavity creeps! New Crest Gel! New Crest Gel! A new gel! Alert the troops! They're protecting Toothopolis with some new gel! They must be out of Crest! Attack! We make holding teeth! Creeps. New Crest Gel! New Crest Gel! A new gel as tough as Crest? It's great tasting Crest Gel with Fluoristat. You crazy repel by Crest Gel. You'll love the flavor. Why you fight cavities with, with new, new Crest Gel. Tastes great! Crest, Crest! Good old Crest Gel. My parents always got kind of generic toothpaste. It wasn't all that great. Um... But I remember once we got Aquafresh, and that just blew my mind. I mean, when Aquafresh came out, we kind of take these multicolored gimmicky toothpaste for granted. But when Aquafresh came out, it had like red, white, and blue stripes all mixed within. And it just like, it blew my mind. I'd sit and stare at this like, how the hell do they do that? How do they get them different stripes to to both get in the tube and, and get out of the tube that way? And um, it, it still um, confuses me. Uh, I spend many an hour pondering uh, the Aquafresh myth. Um, so if you can tell me what's the secret of getting Aquafresh in there, I'd sure like to know. You can email me at rberry at retrocrush.com or you can uh, call our voicemail, 916-231-9480. Here's a commercial for uh, a short-lived and, and rather stupid toy, uh, by, by my opinion, but uh, had a very memorable theme song. It's Munchie Chi, good old doll, boy doll. School time and football fan outfits are each sold separately. Munchie Chi, Munchie Chi, oh so soft and cuddly. With the thumb in her mouth, she's really neat. Fun to wiggle his little feet. Munchie Chi girl doll and boy doll are each sold separately from Mattel. Yeah, I, I love you, Monchichi. No, I, I mean, I, I really, really love you, Monchichi. Some days, uh, Monchichi, I wish that, that you and I could go on a, a trip together. Um, but instead of putting your thumb in your mouth, you know, maybe, uh, my tongue. I could shrink my tongue down to Monchichi size and, and we could have a soul kiss, you know, between man and, and Moon Chi Chi, like the world has never seen. And um, the world could be ours. So, Moon Chi Chi, if you're out there listening, uh, don't be a player hater, please. Well, speaking of um, 
bloody hunks of things that you have to put into your snatch to keep your menstrual blood from dripping everywhere, here is a commercial for Playtex. There you are, my mother. I'm not changing from Playtex tampons to dependable protection. What would I change to? New improved Playtex tampons. They made the applicator even more comfortable. More comfortable? See, it has a softer, rounder contour. <laughs> they're sure more comfortable than cardboard. And now they're each sealed in a protective plastic wrap, strong enough to last. Even in your handbag. New Playtex tampons. More comfort than cardboard. More comfort than ever. I know that doesn't seem like the best slogan for tampons, you know. <laughs> Buy our tampons, because they're more comfortable than cardboard. <laughs> yeah, try our new uh, uh, feminine undergarments, because they're more soft than sandpaper. Well, anyway, you get my drift. Who, who's the marketing genius that thought of that one there? I want to know. Well, uh, you know, uh, yesterday, <laughs> you know, I feel kind of embarrassed saying this. I was uh, walking uh, down the street to the uh, watch repair store, and I didn't have a watch uh, to get fixed. I guess that's beside the point, but there's this woman that works there who has no teeth. And um, instead of teeth, she's got like these little uh, chiclet gums put there instead. And... <laughs> I know this sounds crazy, but she's actually kind of hot, and I like to go there sometimes. And uh, when I got there, I said, hey, uh, nice teeth, baby. And then she started licking them, and then, um, oh, my God. Do you guys hear that? <laughs> I do. It's time for Retro Crush Voicemail. I haven't played this theme song in a while. Because I lost the file, but it's here. And let's read some voicemail. Oh boy, it's gonna be good. That was an abrupt fade out there. Well, yes, you can always call the Retro Crush voicemail hotline at 916-231-9480. Yes, that's 916-231-9480, and, and I sure love getting the voicemails from you. Um, don't think they got to be clever, because as you usually hear here, they're, they're far from that. Um, you know, uh, I don't mind. I mean, if you just want to say, hey, Robert, um, your voice is really sexy, or, or maybe it's like, uh, hey, Robert, I have this great idea for a commercial, or, uh, hey, Robert, could you um, read this uh, erotic poem really slowly? And also tell me what you're wearing. Um, th those are the kind of voicemails I, li I like to get. But uh, here here's a couple I received just recently. Hey, Robert, this is Percy Barringtonshire Thwaite the third. <laughs> We're calling from England. <laughs> We're just eating some cheese sticks out here. They're very good. And we love listening to your podcast. Thank you. Oh, thank you. You know, that's great the way that you laughed in the middle of that because uh, I love that kind of laughing when somebody kind of does that high pitch sort of. <laughs> that, that's just the cool. That's just like that's pure honest laughter. If I, I'd like to hear that again here, let's just get to that point. We're just eating some. Yeah, that, this is great. You know, you just you know when somebody's laughing like that, it's it's for real. It, it ain't pretend. 
Well, here, here's another voicemail here. Um, you know, last episode we had Uncle Remus guest hosting, and uh, this kind of ties in with that. Hi, Robert. This is Craig. Um, I was just uh, remembering I had a recording of some old sort of racist. Anyway, it's a it's an ad for a place called Queen Bee Barbecue. I was going to play it off my computer for you onto the phone. <laughs> Hey man, what you finna do? Get some Queen Bee barbecue? Hey look here man, why don't you pick me up some real but a hot pepper and some potato salad? Anyway, just from listening to your podcast, thought you might enjoy that. It's from Longmont Potion Castle, Volume Two. All right, bye bye. Wow. Oh, I kind of lost my train of thought there, but uh, let's uh, have a little PSA from Gary Coleman. Hi, I'm Gary Coleman, Gift of Life Chairman from the National Kidney Foundation, and I'd like to tell you about a kid from Zion, Illinois. When he was five years old, his kidneys failed, but he's alive and well today because he had a kidney transplant. That's why he wants you to give generously to your kidney foundation. You'll help support research into the causes and cures of kidney disease, a major killer in America. I know, because I'm that kid. That's kind of a cool commercial. It's sort of like that those hair club for men commercials where the guy, Cy Sperling, says, I'm not only uh, the president, I'm also a client. And Gary Coleman says, you know, I'm not only just talking about kidneys, my kidneys are screwed up. So, uh, way to go, Gary. That's, that's pretty cool of you there. You know, I mentioned last week that my son's birthday, uh, we just had a big party for him. It was a great time. We had like 35 kids over here and... Uh, all the parents were here, and it was fun for adults and and kids alike. And uh, oh, my son got so much stuff. Oh my God! I guess that's the, you know, I'm not I'm not a big fan of of, of tons of presents. You know, I, I kind of wish we would have limited that. I didn't really think about it, but yeah, he had a good time. Um, you know, he got these really cool uh, Nerf darts that are kind of fun. They're from a Nerf dart gun, and uh, he got this laser tag set, which you know I was really excited about, but. They're they're not so good. You could like shoot somebody from behind, and it still makes the laser tag thing go off. So you know, and uh, he got a Rock'em Sock'em uh, Superman versus Metallo set. One of the funniest things though is he got he's really into Pirates of the Caribbean, and he got this dress up set for Captain Jack Sparrow, who's Johnny Depp's character. And of course, we laughed right away, saying, uh, "Yeah, gee, I wonder if it comes with eyeliner and uh, teeth rottener." But it doesn't come with that. But it does have this uh, red headband that's similar to the one that Johnny wore in the movie, and it's got these little dreadlocks inside of it too. And um, it's kind of small; it didn't fit my son's head so well. Um, either that or my son's head is huge. That's still debatable. But uh, he put it on, and <laughs> he was very disappointed, and says. This doesn't make me look like a pirate. I look like an African hobo. <laughs> so I don't know. I've never talked about African hobos before. Um, but I just thought that was rather rather funny. Uh, I don't know what, what made him think about that. Um, my guess is that he's racist. But um, he's only seven. So uh, who knows. Well, uh, let's see. Uh do I, I got something else for y'all here? I'm not sure. But uh, maybe I don't. Maybe, maybe I'll save it for next time there. 
Um, please uh, send your emails our way. Um, we've got some great Retro Crush t-shirts for sale. Uh, could really help us out. Oh, by the way, oh, this fine today. I, I was uh, I go yard sailing about every Saturday here in Sacramento. We got a, a great neighborhood for him. And um, I stumbled in this lady's garage, and um, I was naked, and uh, I peed all over her uh, crocheting. And then I then I found a house that had a yard sale, so I went there. And then um, this lady had these Mego. Uh, superhero dolls. Now, these days at yard sales, you don't often find good stuff like this. And um, this woman had, from the 70s, these Mego action figures. And they were still in, like, great condition. I got a Conan the Barbarian doll. Um, uh, Ponch and John from the Chips. And, and their Sarge in perfect shape. All these dolls had, like, all their accessories and stuff. And, and here they are. They're, like, you know, practically 30 years old. And uh, for $23, I picked up this, like, giant collection of... I got Robin and Batman and the Green Goblin and Mr. Mixelplicked and some Bible dudes. So I put them up on on eBay there, um, get some extra cash there. But, uh, you know, so feel free to check those out. We'll have a link to them on the website if you'd like to own a piece of superhero action figure history there. And um, we'll put some other fun stuff up as well. And... Um, well, that's about all uh, the time we have for today. Um, you know, I've been really uh, interested into listening to Blondie lately. Um, just such a, a great variety of, of pop songs. Heart of Glass, One Way or Another, Hanging on the Telephone, Call Me, the Tide is High, Rapture. Just so many great songs. In fact, Rapture is really considered one of the early rap songs uh, in America. So... This white chick was really uh, kind of helping getting a lot of that started there. I mean, she certainly didn't create rap, but certainly one of the most successful early rap songs uh, of all time. But one of my favorite uh, of hers is Dreaming, an um, underrated uh, Blondie tune. But it's just, it's so fun. And it's got this little chorus in the middle that I particularly like. It really reminds me of like a really energetic uh, Phil Spector song. So we're gonna gonna leave you with that today. Uh, join us uh, here next week, and um, you know, really really could use uh, some t-shirt sales if you guys like to help support the podcast. That really helps a lot. Um, you know, this podcast uh, doesn't really generate any money. Um, in fact, it's a huge bandwidth strain on my website. But uh, you know, it'd be nice to you know if if we got a. A really cool t-shirt with a squid, drinking martinis and strangling a sperm whale. Uh, Johnny Ryan has a couple different designs. And if you just go to the front page of Retro Crush, you can check them out. Right now we got a deal where they're only $15 shipped to your house. So check that out. Um, and uh, August 23rd, coming up soon, is it's going to be the one-year anniversary uh, of our podcast. Hard to believe, you know, we've done 87 of these uh, within a year. Um I think I was doing about three a week for a while, which is why I have so many in one year. But uh, anyway, um, looking forward to celebrate that. So if you've got any of your favorite moments uh, or requests or anything, you know, special anniversary greetings, uh, 916-231-9480. Love, love to share them with, uh, with our listeners on the podcast. So uh, here is Blondie singing Dreaming.
Lord have mercy. 